It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. I'm happy with that audio level. That makes me happy. This is not part of the podcast. This is always part of the podcast. Are you serious? I don't know. Maybe I'll cut do, this off. Do you not listen to them? After no, that? I don't. <laughs> I would be, um, it would be... There's a couple that I have. Oh. But to me, it's sort of like, I had the conversation. Right. I was there. Right. You. I would only listen for, like, actual, like, technical critique. I don't even do that. I, li- yeah, I mean, I listen for, like, the first five minutes or so. Well, okay. I will say, I, when I do edit things together, I often will start listening to the first five minutes or so just to check audio levels, that kind of thing. And then I will find myself lingering back into the conversation again occasionally. But, yeah, generally I don't listen back all that much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We don't edit, so say we whatever really you like. Edit. Yeah. Okay. Throw as many people under the bus as you yeah. want to. Yeah. This is my time to shine. Yes. It really is, yeah. yeah. If there's anybody yeah. you really hate and you want everybody... Heather Graham will not be on our show. I have dissed she Heather is, Graham she is, far really? too often. I don't even know who Someday that I'm going to get Should Heather I? Graham to just show up. She's, uh, she's an actress. She was in... Boogie Nights, <laughs> Scrubs. Um, okay, I do love Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. she was Scrubs. She was the blonde uh, psychologist that came in that became friends with Elliot. Um, yep. Yeah. She's very. Be- she's, she's beautiful. Very, she's beautiful. Beautiful. I, I don't. I think she's a fine actress personally, but uh, I feel like we've talked far too much about Heather Graham on this podcast for her not to know. At this point, very, yeah. It's a very. Are they talking about me again? She's sitting in her giant like office with the huge like columns and the fire and everything. Mm-hmm. That's Heather Graham's office in my head. I don't know why. Fire? Fire. Why not? She's like a, a James Bond villain. <laughs> so. Yeah, but why would she have the fire? She's Heather fucking Graham, man. Wow. She can do that. Sorry, I swear on the podcast, too. You're allowed to do that if you do. Delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Besides being up since early, early yes, hours. 5 a.m. Oh. It's all right. I'm used to it now. Do you drink coffee at home before you go? No, I don't usually get up early enough. Okay. Like, if I'm working that day, it's pretty rare for me to be up early enough mm-hmm. to, like, justify making and drinking right. coffee. Yeah. When you're going Versus to. just, I could just get there 10 minutes earlier, mm-hmm. open, and then have like some espresso before the shift starts. Okay. That would be more efficient. Right. In my mind. So is that your your drink of choice is espresso? I do love espresso. Okay. Espresso and like just like straight drip coffee. Okay. Mm. Um those are those are my go-tos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm just undeniably a coffee nerd through and through. <laughs> I have like nothing against like milk drinks or drinks that have yeah. syrups and flavors cuz I have my preferences, yeah. and like I have my taste buds, and yeah. no one else does. So yeah. I have, like, there's I have no place to be in, like, saying like, oh, you should yeah. like this, or yeah. you shouldn't like that, or you, right? Like, I don't like shitting on people, so like, <laughs> I, you should all over me. Like, I just, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, you should, you should enjoy, right. What you drink? Whatever you, yeah. Do I try to encourage people to try some things that may be a little bit more coffee forward? Because mm-hmm. I think coffee and great coffee has a lot to offer. Right. Yeah. Like great coffee does have these naturally present, amazing flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That you know, yes, do you get a little bit masked if you add you know milk and sugar to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I always try and encourage people to try it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you should enjoy what what you right. like, especially right. yeah. if you're paying for it. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Like if you're paying for something, you better I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make it the way you want. Right. Like, yeah. Burger King it was a Burger King. I got it right. Well, Have it yes. way. I yeah. feel like that the smart approach yeah. because I, I generally do cream and sugar with my coffee, but yeah. like but I if it's something where I know I'm going I'm not going to Tim Hortons for coffee, I'm going getting nicer coffee. I'll get that on the side, try the coffee, and, you know. I've had Starbucks coffee a zillion times. I know yeah. what Starbucks tastes like. But, yeah. yeah, something like this, yeah. Love exactly. black coffee. Yeah, yeah. so that mm-hmm. that's my thing is I like yeah. espresso. I didn't always like espresso. When I first got into coffee, I just had to 
drink it from the perspective yeah. of yeah. making sure it tasted right. Oh, okay. Um, and then, like, I think just from trying it so much, yeah. <laughs> I got used to how strong it is. Yeah. And as I got used to how strong it is, then I was able to actually determine if I liked it or not. Okay. Right. Because then I wasn't so just taken aback by, like, just yeah. the how concentrated it yeah. is. Um, I like that, that you're not a coffee snob for anybody but yourself. Yeah. yeah. I like, like that. That's yeah. that's it, helpful. Right. That's something, like, I when I first started coffee, snob through and through. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I had to, I definitely matured through <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. 21-year-old coffee Jeff mm. definitely was shitting on people. Um, <laughs> he, he had to learn. Um, he had to tone it down. Yeah, he had, he had to calm down. Okay. But, yeah, no, I, that's one of the things I've learned and something I love about working with Java Central mm-hmm. is, like, we have, I think we genuinely have something for anyone who's going to walk in the building. You really do. Like, yeah. even even if you don't like coffee, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. We have a really awesome tea selection. Mm-hmm. We have some other non-coffee beverages that... Um, yeah, so like we just love inviting people in, and like yeah. we have amazing espresso and some like naturally processed light roast, like this Costa Rican here, and this like awesome coffee from the Congo. That's and, like, cool. Like, That's like, so, so like we have something for everybody. Right. Like from like I don't want coffee, or I want caffeine without tasting the coffee, all mm. the way up to. I want the spro. Like I want yeah. it. I want it now, and I want it hard. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool. So you brought samples for us. I did. Yeah. Thank you in advance yeah. for that. Was, We're recording like this at three thirty in the afternoon, and I definitely need some coffee. Yes, so, it is a disservice yeah. for yeah. me to talk about coffee this much and not. <laughs> he sends an email like, "Can I bring coffee?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. yes, please. Cool. Yeah. So, okay. So talk us through. Which one should we do first? Whichever one you want. Um, I'd say let's start with the Costa Rican. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a lighter roast coffee. Okay. Thank you. I'm swallowing yes. my gum because I don't think that. A nice. It's not fair. a good pairing. Yeah, no. I love some like mint with my naturally processed fruity coffee. <laughs> not sure that I do. <laughs> Um, okay. Yes, so this coffee is from the Terra Zoo region of Costa Rica. Oh, it smells um, absolutely wonderful. It is, this is our strongest relationship in terms of coffee that we source. Okay. Um, so one of the things we really highlight. I could just drink it through the smell alone. <laughs> yes, it has a great, great aroma. Oh, man. Um, when I drink this coffee, I find it's very sweet, um, kind of delicate, but with like very like fruity berry notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of milk chocolate. I um, taste on that. The end. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I taste mm. when I drink it. Uh, a natural processed coffee does tend to have like those little bit fruitier yeah. notes to it. Uh, it's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is so good. This is yes. great radio. We're both like. Yeah, we're both just like. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, this podcast is like ASMR. <laughs> just two people it's, drinking it's, coffee. Yeah, and like it's, mm. just picture us enjoying mm. coffee yeah. so so much. Yeah. So so much. We we I think we both just set to this level of like. Oh, yes. Nice mm-hmm. relaxation. Yes. And that's I think that's one of the beauties of mm-hmm. a nice warm delicious well, it's like cup a of hug in your mouth, man. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's good coffee. That is yeah. delicious. It's yeah, so, so we get good. that from wow. uh, a farm and processor called Dona Lee, which is run by a gentleman named Carlos Montero. Carlos Montero. Um, he, we have been partnering with them for four or five years now, wow. um, bringing in their coffee. Wow. And um, that's a farm that um, my boss, um, one of the owners of our company, mm-hmm. Andy, um, has visited. Okay four times um he's going back in february mm. i believe i'm getting to go with him this year are you so serious so excited have you been there? i have not uh i've not gone to go to, it's called like going to origin going mm-hmm. to where the coffee is grown and processed yeah. yeah um very oddly enough um my parents and one of my sisters have been to coffee farms in guatemala how did you hmm. miss out on this um i was doing an internship in colorado and they went to go visit my uncle in antigua so wow <laughs> I don't wow. know how that worked out. That's okay. But so, yeah. okay. Uh, I am one of two people in my family that haven't been to a coffee farm, and I'm and you do this man. for a living. I, this is my thing. Right. But yeah. So I get yeah. to go. Uh, I'm getting to go in February. That's cool. So excited. Oh, That's so cool. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Too. 
That's now, so Carlos cool. is a fantastic human being, and he's very creative. Yeah. Um, he's a very creative problem solver. Okay. Um, he does a lot of work to partner with his neighbors, um, his mm. neighboring farms. Okay. He has a little bit um, more education mm -hmm. than a lot of coffee farmers do, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he has access to um, processing, which is what happens, like, coffee gets harvested mm -hmm. as a fruit from a tree, mm -hmm. essentially, and the the beans that we're used to seeing are actually the roasted seeds inside mm. of that cherry. Okay. Mm. Uh, and so processing of the coffee happens by basically <laughs> a bunch of different steps happen. Yeah. Yeah. But the goal is to take this ripe cherry and then get it to a dry green yeah. bean mm. that then gets sent to roasters yeah. to make very hot yeah. and then we make it into small tiny pieces and add water to it um and we love it um yeah. but yes and it's perfect the way and it is they need it yes. yes so carlos does a lot of work um with his with his neighbors yeah. on those farms to help them because he also is um his company is involved in some of the exporting mm -hmm. so getting the coffee from costa rica to roasters or to okay. distributors um, and and he you also, get to meet him. I do. I'm so That's excited. So cool. Oh my he, gosh. Yes, because he does a lot of amazing work with um, the people who um, pick the coffee as well. Mm -hmm. the, so, like, harvesting coffee is incredibly hard work. Really? It's, yes. How the, big is the cherry that you talk about? The cherry, about? Um, it is. They vary. It's okay. roughly the like the size Golf of a good, a little bit smaller. Yeah. Roughly the size of like a grape. Okay, that's kind of a good comparison. Mm -hmm. um, but when harvesting these cherries, um, the best coffees are grown at higher altitudes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so we're talking, you know, fifteen hundred plus meters above mm -hmm. sea level. So we're at a high altitude. Wow. A lot of these farms because they're at a high altitude, they're on mountains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anyone has climbed up a mountain, mm -hmm. it's difficult. Yeah. Now do it while you're carrying a hundred pounds of coffee cherries on wow. your back. Oh my gosh. And you're sifting through these trees, good good pickers, mm -hmm. ones yeah. um, that are trained in um, working with um, a lot of awesome farms. Yeah. They're looking for more specific ripe cherries. They're not just grabbing a branch and right pulling everything off. Right. They're actually looking for well-developed ripe cherries. Right yeah. cherries. Wow. And so it's not only physically demanding, but it's it's, it's a lot Mentally of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Carlos has done a lot to train his mm. pickers to find the best cherries. Oh my gosh. Um, because the better that they do, the more they get paid. Mm. So okay. pickers are paid based on the weight right. of what they pick. Okay. Gotcha. And so... He's done a lot of work to train these pickers who actually migrate through yeah. hmm. um, as different harvest seasons come yeah. around. Most wow. most of these harvesters are migratory. Wow. They travel to where, where the crops are, yeah. are, are right. That's smart. And so That's he's done a lot of training with them, uh -huh. which helps him get a better product in the end. That's um, wild. This but is also outstanding. To help them. This is like seriously, like I don't require any kind of cream or no, sugar I with this. It's, it definitely has like the sweetness. It uh, it has so much extra flavor beyond yeah. just like coffee you get from Starbucks. But I, yeah, and yeah. I'm sorry, I keep invoking the S word. I'm sorry if that's, but you know, <laughs> you know, I as and as a growing recovering coffee snob, I've also. Um, retracted a lot of my criticism of the mm -hmm. big green machine yeah because um, there are things that you know i i disagree with that yeah. they do but mm -hmm. there are also things that they do yeah. very well yeah. yeah so um i try to not be again yeah. i try and get off my horse whenever i realize yeah. i'm mounting up <laughs> I get it. well yeah but i mean at the same time like i mean this is outstanding local yeah. coffee and it's a local yeah, yeah so and, mm -hmm. yeah and i i, re I like rather let that speak for itself yes. well, and that you know exactly where it comes from yes. it is not Jessica. <laughs> I'm getting a phone call from my wife sorry <laughs> no I like that and to also invoke the, the S word I'm not a fan it yeah. tastes burnt. burnt it's too 
it's too much. I can only do like the blonde roast of that, yeah. and that's like that seems to defeat the purpose a little bit. But that's a, that's a taste yeah. preference again, though, too. Yes, and one of the the thing that Starbucks does incredibly well mm-hmm. is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can go to any Starbucks anywhere; it's yeah. going to feel the same, it's going to sound the mm-hmm. same, and it's it's going to that's look the same. That's something you can say for like any major chain, mm-hmm. like McDonald's or something like that, where it's like you go to one and then another, it's always yeah. the same thing. And yeah. there's there's comfort in that consistency, mm-hmm. yeah. because you have an expectation, mm-hmm. and it's going to be met mm-hmm. Yeah. every time. There's comfort yeah. in that, and I, pe- I think consistency is something people in a lot of areas and met like clear and met expectations mm-hmm. really mean a lot to people. Right. And yeah. so that's actually something that, you know, even in our context, we strive for consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, we try it in our training of our baristas, it, of mm-hmm. our chefs, uh, yeah. just everything we do. Like, you know, like that's something I see Starbucks doing really well. And that degree of consistency is something like I we aim for as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Just because yeah, no one wants to like order the same thing and get a different result each time. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a little unnerving because then it's like I don't know what I'm gonna get. Right. Yeah. That's and true. So that's true. Yeah. Now we try and achieve our consistency in a little different ways mm-hmm. than Starbucks does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Mm. Your facility is phenomenal. I I to me that yeah Starbucks for a quick. I need a coffee. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. I'm not going to sit around and get it. I'm going to literally pick it up and take it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit in the drive-thru because that takes forever. <laughs> but there's something to me about going to a coffee shop and having the ambience. Mm-hmm. The smell. Which, yeah. The smell is, yep. And every time, I mean, the staff of your facility, every time, just laid back very kind, very polite. Mm-hmm. Last time I was in there, one of the guys had an Andy Shaw band shirt on. Andy's a friend of ours from high school. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like your shirt, man. <laughs> Went where'd to high you, school. Where'd you guys go to high school? Gahanna. Gahanna. Mm-hmm. We okay. didn't make it very far. Yeah. Well, I made it. We made in, it very far. In high school? Just or Two exits up oh, from high school. From, yeah. Gotcha. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like physically we, we, gotcha. we still live in the same vicinity. Yeah. So, yes. It's a good place, though. Yes. It is a good place. But mm-hmm. I remember that I, you're making me think of my my coffee journeys going back. Yeah. Like I remember in Gahanna, there was right next to the movie theater. That one too. Yeah, there was the a cyber cafe. Oh yeah. Ja- I think it was called Java's. Java Cyber Cyber Cafe. And that was when yeah. I mean, here this is how old we are. Cyber yeah. Cafe, where you could go it and may... go on the internet. Yeah. Because <laughs> there money. was a, there was an era where the big green machine was not in town Mm-mm. too, and. That was like you know that hadn't been here yet. Yeah. So there were some local coffee places like, oh, have you had coffee yet? And, yeah. You know but that, and there was I don't know if it's still there. Not next to the Drexel Movie Theater in Bexley. Stoffs. No. I don't think it was Stoffs. No. I can't remember which. Stoffs is in Grandview. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But anyway. that's I do like that one too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was where I had my very first coffee. It was a Razamataz. Oh. I know, like how frou frou can you get for your first <laughs> Did you like it? I loved it. That's the point. But I was yeah. up till like four o'clock right. in the morning because I had it at about ten o'clock at night. So when you did you start drinking coffee? Yeah. I started drinking coffee, I think, when I was like a senior in high school. Okay. And yeah, I was doing like Folgers with mm-hmm. like three inches of Irish cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like international mm-hmm. delight. Uh, that's what I Yep. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And is that's what I knew. Right. And I liked it. And I was happy. Yeah. And then, its yeah, my coffee awakening was in college. Okay. I went to a, so I'm not an Ohio native. Okay. I grew, I was born and raised in Nebraska. Okay. So I grew up in Omaha. Okay. And I, I went to one private liberal arts college for a year and a half and ended mm-hmm. up transferring to an even smaller college, like in the middle of the most stereotypical Nebraska landscape you can think of. Like, like I'm like yeah. walking into class and I'm like, corn. I can, like, I can hear I see, corn growing, yes. yes. Um, and so, that's it, it, so funny. Omaha is a great city. It's like yeah. almost a million people. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like, much so like mm-hmm. a city. But my college is 30 minutes from Omaha, oh. and this is the setting. Like, it oh, changes yeah. so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, we're out of Omaha. Right. Fishing. It's like there's Omaha, 
There's Lincoln. Yeah. Which are 45 minutes apart. Okay. And then there's the other 95% of the state. Yeah. That then holds like 10% of the population. Okay. Like yeah. Omaha and wow. Lincoln have like everybody. Okay. Wow. And then there's just like. And then corn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, it pretty flat? Yes. Yeah. I'm sad to say that I've never been through Nebraska. But I have been through Kansas, and I wonder if it's similar. It is very similar. Okay. Yeah. yeah the drive through Nebraska is actually the worst. <laughs> Apart from, like, um, I-80, which goes over to Colorado. Yeah. Like, on, like, the north and south of it, there are some, like, really beautiful mm -hmm. hills. But that's not where they're going to put the interstate. They're going right. to put it on the flattest part. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it is yeah. It is brutal. Yeah. Um, but so Omaha's great. I go to this college in the middle of cornfields. Nebraska Christian College. Okay. Mm. Um, and so I go there and someone's like, oh, there's like this like roastery and tasting room like 10 minutes from campus. Hmm. And I'm like, there's nothing 10 minutes from campus. <laughs> I've got to see what this is. And so I, I go to this place. It's called Bean Smith Coffee Roasters. Hmm. And I go in there and I'm like, this is from like another universe. What's happening? Yeah. And I just like order a pour over coffee and they have like a clipboard with like. Jesus. Sorry about that. <laughs> but they have like a clipboard with like six different coffees on it that are like all from like different. Oh, wow. Different places. And I'm like, okay. uh, whatever you want to make. Yeah. And so this dude like breaks out the kettle and some weird cone looking thing and he does the water and I'm like, Okay, and but then like I, I grab the cup and I'm like, oh, this smells like something. Yeah. And then like I start drinking it and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> like coffee can Bing. coffee can taste like this. And so <laughs> I basically was like after that I was there like two three times a week to yeah. do like to do my homework, but also new. like, yeah, give me some of that good stuff. Yeah. And, and so like, I'm just like, these guys had to get tired of me. I am like assaulting them with questions. Like, why'd you do that? What's that? Where'd that come from? Like, what do you call that? Like, yeah. Um, just, yeah. So, I was, dude, you just want a job here or what? Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, I was, I was coming up on uh, summer and I'm like, man, I need to get a job this summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so my first job was retail at like mm -hmm. an Aeropostale in a mall. Yay. And it wasn't great. I'm like, nope. I don't want to do that again. Nope. What, like, <laughs> what are my options here? I'm like, man, it'd be sweet to like work in coffee, but there's no way they'd hire someone with no experience. I walk <laughs> into Beansmith and the owner walks out of his office and he's like, hey, are you looking for a job this summer? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. And so nice. he's like, all right, we just opened a cafe downtown. Oh, wow. Uh, he's like, Email this guy. Tell him the own, the guy who owns the place sent you. You'll mm -hmm. get an interview. And so I interviewed and wow. started working for Beansmith Coffee Roasters. Wow. And so that's how that's how I got into coffee. That's okay. cool. Yeah, right. it was amazing. So yeah, I was a I was a customer first. And yeah. 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 The, I feel like there's always I don't know if everyone, but it's like almost like a light bulb moment of like, oh, there's more going on here than just brown mm -hmm. caffeine. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Of uh, there is like complexity and layers and yeah and then yeah it's just it's coffee is a deep 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 hole once yeah. you start like looking yeah. at the different huh. aspects of it so Jeez. that's that's how I've well been it's a in lot it. like the craft beer movement in that mm -hmm. sense yeah mm -hmm. very much mm -hmm. so you know but which that, you're a fan of as well I am it's yeah. true yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. well cool yeah so that was so I, I've already finished I'm my first so coffee. relaxed and warm as uh, well. yeah. <laughs> So that's great. If I there's have, more coffee, I have a second drink. I mean, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. So this is from the Congo. Yes, this is from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, okay. Is? So the the last one that was a that was a lighter roast, yes. correct? Okay. So um, coffee myth, maybe I don't know. Yeah. It, uh, a lighter roast has more caffeine. Ooh, this is a good question. Oh. Okay, because um, I heard somebody say this recently, and it sounded like BS to me. But I don't know. You're the expert, so. It's, I always, I thought that for the longest time, and I had heard that many times myself. Mm. This, by the way, smells heavenly in a I different know. direction. Yeah. But let, what's, let yeah. me talk about caffeine, and then yeah, I'll yeah. talk yeah. about okay. the Congo. Yeah. 
the seas of the day. Caffeine and cotton. Seas <laughs> <laughs> um, the day. Yes. Okay. Um, the idea that roasting breaks down caffeine mm. is mostly a myth. Okay. Mi- caffeine is more closely related to like altitude. Mm. Okay. Um, if I remember right, the higher the coffee is grown, typically the more caffeine content it will have. Mm. Wow. I haven't looked into this for a while. Okay. But I assume um, there's a scientific reason. For yes. That. Okay. Um, caffeine is a natural. I'm not expecting you to know no, what that is. I, but caffeine is a natural insect repellent. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Really? Because caffeine is in and of itself extremely bitter. Like if you mm. ever had like like a caffeine powder or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that and yeah. tasted that, it would be yeah. very unpleasant. So caffeine is very bitter. Mm-hmm. That's the plant's natural defense against a lot of um, pests. Mm-hmm. So that's why things like chocolate and tea and coffee have caffeine mm-hmm. is it's actually their natural that's like th- okay. defense against bugs. This is brilliant. But I'm sorry, I'm no. drinking my second. Please do it. It's I'm here. Be shaking all Good. night long. Um, take you back. I, to I'm the planning on staying days. up late and playing video games. So this Delightful. is outstanding. Yeah. But so. I get a, to see high school theater tonight. I don't know what this. Oh man. Be like. That's okay. Uh, if you weren't anxious about it already, just throw I'm some not. caffeine. No, I don't have to perform. <laughs> I get to sit and entertain um, me. Yes. <laughs> now, on a practical note, a cup of dark roast mm-hmm. will actually have more caffeine than a cup of light roast. Okay. The reason is when you roast coffee, mm-hmm. the beans actually lose some of like their mass. Hmm. Okay. So like if you roast um, 10 pounds of green coffee, you will likely end up with about eight and a half pounds of roasted coffee. Hmm. And that's hmm. gonna vary depending on how hot you okay. roast your coffee. Yeah. Hotter is gonna right. r- mm-hmm. get rid of more mass. Mm. Okay. So if one dark roast bean and one light roast bean have the same caffeine content, mm-hmm. but a dark roast bean weighs less. When you weigh out your coffee, mm-hmm. if you weigh out 100 grams, you're going to have more mm-hmm. dark roast Slightly beans. Okay. Yeah. And so because there's physically more beans, mm-hmm. there's more caffeine present. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. It's not going to be like a super big difference. Right. But Good again, enough. these are the things that I am fascinated by. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting because yeah. I, I think the person who told me it was very anecdotally and, and it was one of those where I kind of went, that sounds wonky to me, but okay. No, that makes Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And decaf still has trace amounts of caffeine. Very, very, very trace. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Decaf coffee is was once regular coffee mm-hmm. that had the caffeine taken out of it. How do you do that? It's, there's a bunch of different processes. Okay. Um, basically, the general idea is you create an opposite charge to the caffeine. So, like, the green beans are thrown mm-hmm. into a big tank of some kind. Yeah. Um, there's going to be water in there as well. And then there are more chemically driven and there are less chemically driven Hmm. ways to do it yeah um we really like um there's two processes we really like the swiss water and the cane sugar process um but essentially the way it works is some matter that has the opposite charge of caffeine Mm -hmm. is put in that same vat of beans and mm. water. Okay. And then it is actually heated up. That heat acts as a catalyst and that caffeine is actually drawn out of the beans by this oppositely oh charged my gosh. like whatever. Wow. Um yes. intense. It's pretty wild. Um some yeah, some processes require or more heat, mm-hmm. more catalyzation than others. Mm. Um, we try and pick ones that are are a little bit more natural, less mm-hmm. chemically driven, mm. and use lower heat. Okay. Because that increase in the temperature is actually starting to roast the beans effectively. It's starting to mm-hmm. cook the beans. Hmm. Um, 
Wow. Part of why decaf <laughs> has like kind of a funky flavor to it a lot mm-hmm. of times. Um, that's one of the things I'm most proud of is our decaf. Honestly, like if you just put it on a table with a bunch of other coffees, mm-hmm. it kind of just tastes like the other coffees. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have as much of that really distinct flavor to yeah. it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's because we choose processes that use lower temperature. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so it's not as pre-cooked. It's kind of like mm. fresh bacon versus pre-cooked bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. It's, it's similar. It's not perfect, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's somewhat similar in okay. fall. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I have to know your personal, how do you, uh, you're a black coffee drinker, right? I am, yes. Yes. So espresso is your go-to? Typically, yeah. It, if I, if I'm sitting down to like read or do something, mm-hmm. then I just want a mug of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll usually also get an espresso. Like if I go to another cafe and I'm sitting down for a while, I get an espresso and a drip coffee. Okay. I like both mm-hmm. and I can drink the espresso while my mug of coffee is also cooling off so mm. I don't nice. destroy my mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> that is the actual worst. Yes. How it's... much coffee do you drink in a day? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no shame. No shame. It varies, but uh, I'd say like today I probably had four cups of espresso, so like four servings of espresso, and mm-hmm. then like a little bit of each of our drip coffees. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's that's right pretty, there that's pretty too. standard. Yeah. yeah. Well, and a lot of my role is. Um, the quality control aspect um just as like as one of our roasters um as one of our trainers and then Mm -hmm. also just you know as one of like our veteran baristas like making sure things are tasting the right way and kind of just evaluating making sure our roasting is Mm -hmm. consistent and is to the quality we want that our brewing's right um a common thing is as you get in different roast batches of your espresso um, you'll need to make some adjustments to your recipe. Right. Um, and so I do a lot of that. And okay. so so a lot of the times when I am drinking it, it's for um, evaluative purposes. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a not shame. To, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> not to say I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> what a terrible yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, oh, I what a shame. I, yes. su- I suffer. I suffer for all of you. For, for, for the art, for right? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And it really is an art, too. Yeah. So, like... So how much, you mentioned that you, you got into this like when you were in college. So mm-hmm. how much of your college applies to what you're doing? Oh, zero. Zero. So my degree is in um, worship leading. Oh, okay. Cool. So I went to a, a Christian college. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I start at the first private liberal arts college. I studied accounting and then music education. Oh, my God. Wow. And then you're all over the place. I know. Yeah. I, am, I am just a walking contradiction. It's okay. Um, I love it. It keeps things yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I do love numbers. Well, um, I, it makes you a good yes. barista too, because you can have lots of extra conversations yeah. yes. and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So my degree, basically, I studied um, music, mm-hmm. um, theology, yeah. mm. church history, leadership, and then also like general studies yeah. as well. Interesting. So it's like a. It was like a. You know, four-year bachelor's yeah. degree, yeah. but yeah. yeah, with a very, uh, very focused uh, coursework. Nice. Yeah. Did you lead worship? Did you lead youth groups? What was your plan with that? Oh, so yeah, I did lead worship. Um, I was involved, very involved in churches during college, mm-hmm. um, and then when I mentioned uh, my internship in Colorado, I was yeah. actually um, at a church. Um, doing that full time, I was the worship leader for the youth group there. Okay, hmm. and so like the, you know, the audiovisual team, mm-hmm. um, the musicians, um, and then just kind of generally working with the students. And so, what part of Colorado? I was uh, just north of Denver. Okay, um, little little sleepy town, but it was an awesome experience. Which one was it? It's called uh, Frederick. I, I I was born in Aurora. Okay, but so didn't live there. In between. <laughs> Yeah, in between Denver and Fort Collins, uh-huh. right off I-25, okay. um, there's an exit that says Frederick Firestone Decono. Okay. And that's, that's where I was at. Very and nice. so it's like 40 minutes north of Denver, like 30 minutes east of Boulder, okay. roughly. So like mm-hmm. when I had time, like I, I 
would be in Denver mm-hmm. drinking coffee, doing homework. Nice. That's or like go like do a little bit of hiking in Boulder. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was great. And then that's actually what brought me to Columbus. Okay. Was I I moved to Columbus to work at a church, um, and it was intentionally um, bivocational. Mm -hmm. So I was part-time with the church, like leading worship and like kind of overseeing the Sunday morning thing. Yeah. Um, But I didn't want to, it felt very weird to me to always be in a church, Mm -hmm. like in a church building. Yeah. Um, that just seems a little bit counterintuitive to mm-hmm. some of the things mm-hmm. I think about Christianity. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm like, I don't, I want to do this worship leading thing, but uh-huh. I don't want to like be in the church building mm. 40 plus hours a week. Yeah. And so I'm like, I would love to do that, but also do something like, like coffee mm-hmm. that's yeah. in the community. Yeah. Um, I got a Facebook message from a professor about a dude in Columbus, Ohio, that was looking for pretty much exactly that. So I'm wow. like, all right, okay, let's play. Yeah. Uh, and so went through a lot of process, mm-hmm. figuring out if that was the right move. And yeah, yeah so landed wow. at, at that church here in okay. town um, and then landed at Java Central, mm-hmm. like just part-time mm-hmm. barista part-time hanging out. When did you start? You said four years ago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just over four years ago. Um, about two years into being here, um, the church staff role didn't pan out, mm-hmm. um, but there was an assistant manager role that opened at the cafe. And so it was... Yeah, I call that serendipity. I don't know. Maybe that's... Right. Yeah, you, maybe you have a different word for Not, it, but yeah. <laughs> either way... Yeah, um, it opens doors. Yeah. yeah. It, that's wild. It was something that I feel is just a huge blessing in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to be able to... Very, it was a very, like... like smooth. Bam, bam. It was yeah. very smooth. Yeah. Um, like literally okay. from, yeah. It, so it's oh, a very fantastic. great transition mm-hmm. into um, a full-time role with Java because um, I had been in a part-time capacity doing like barista work. Yeah. I bugged Andy enough and he started to teach me how to roast coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I was one of our trainers mm-hmm. as well. And then I got to step into this full-time um, management role under okay. our cafe manager, Joni, who is just... Nice just a lovely human being like you guys seem like a really tight team over there too yes which is great yeah um the the people i work for and work with are uh probably 90 percent of the reason i'm still specifically Mm -hmm. with java okay um lots of places are making great coffee are um engaging great communities um man i do think is there a coffee community in town that everybody knows each other or uh, sort of like the craft brew. I think I'm kind of mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of yeah. one thing and sort of. It's yeah. not. I wouldn't not say like it's like super tight knit. I think yeah. people like know of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do not like yeah. area conferences. No, no. There's Gang nothing fights like that. In back alleys. <laughs> more, you know? more so. No, no, no. There's no West Side Story of coffee. 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 Crazy I'm coffee. Yeah. Kind of disappointed by that, yeah. but you know. That's okay. We'll roll I'll start that. some fights if you want. That'd be great. All right. All right. Great. That doesn't fit your MO at all. No, but. Kind of the opposite. I don't really see that happening. No, like, um, but no, working with, um, like I said, our, one of our owners, Andy, who oversees the coffee program, mm-hmm. he has uh, he has invested immensely in me mm-hmm. um, and has um gone above and beyond in so many ways That's just cool. to help me grow help mm-hmm. me learn um to be there for me and so mm-hmm. like That's working awesome. with him has been a joy Joni is one of the most like thoughtful human beings mm. like on the earth yeah um the way that she i mean she is like the driving force for making sure that every single human being mm. can feel welcome in java central oh wow mm. Uh, like that's been like that's always been the culture of Java. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But she just is just the way she is. She takes that to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um. And because of that, like just the staff we bring in, like, uh, we always hire like people first, coffee skills second. Mm-hmm. Like people we can be trained. Yeah. We I frankly like I can teach almost anyone how to make good coffee drinks. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't teach you how to like care about people feeling welcome right yeah. like i can encourage you to do that but i like that's something that um not everyone is as gifted at right. so there's, i think it can be learned but it has to be like an in, internal desire yeah. to yeah. learn that right. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I can teach knowledge. I can teach skills. Mindset mm-hmm. is, like, the hardest to teach. Right. It's not impossible. No. Yeah. Um, and when you already have an awesome culture, mm-hmm. and then you bring someone in, and they kind of catch the culture, yeah. Yeah. that's when it's, like, you know you got something mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, you have your regulars there, too. Regular mm-hmm. customers, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That becomes probably, like, family in itself. It is, so. yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's one of, the, like... Like, I, I don't get to work on the bar nearly as often mm-hmm. um, as I'm doing more stuff with our, our wholesale partnerships mm-hmm. and the roasting um, and, and more of the training stuff. But, like, I, this morning I got to work the bar and there's just, like, so many people. It's like, hey, John, do you still drink a cappuccino with mm-hmm. two teaspoons of raw sugar? And he's like, yep. Wow. So, That's awesome. That is um, awesome. Yeah, so it's it really is cool. And... I've been with Java for four years now, and so many of the the customers mm-hmm. that I know predate me. Hmm. Yeah, like they've been That's coming been to Java yeah. longer than I've yeah. even worked. How long has it been around? Fourteen years. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was it before? A bowling alley, I believe. So that whole building is really? a, was a bowling alley. Hmm. I don't oh my know. Gosh. I don't know if. It went straight from Bowling Alley to Java Central? It couldn't have. I went to Otterbein. Okay. But I graduated in 2002, so you guys wouldn't have been there then. Let me math really no. quick. No. No, it would have been 2007. But I don't remember what was there. Seven. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Java? It definitely wasn't a bowling alley. Okay. But yeah, that's why the building is like so long and uh-huh. skinny. That makes mm. sense. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Right? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. All right, I know where you are now. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, I so. had to Google you. Yeah, okay. It does really weave back. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool facility, though. Yes. It's cool. Yeah. Um, it, we're growing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're part owners of the building now. I saw that. Um, and we're, we're expanding a little bit further back. Mm-hmm. We have some really fun ideas for that. Okay. Um, I think I'm allowed to say this. Um, basically, <laughs> this is the plan. All right, okay, that's how I'm going to phrase this. Okay, the, plan the plan is, um, so we're going to take, it's basically our back music room. Mm-hmm. It's that exact same square footage, mm-hmm. just like another one of those. Okay. Um, it's a, it looks different right now because mm-hmm. it was a massage parlor, so they put up a bunch of like different walls and created yeah. rooms for yeah. privacy. Um, so like we're going to have to do a bunch of renovation. Yeah. Our plan is, you know, it'll at times just be additional seating Mm -hmm. um it'll be available as a private event space Mm -hmm. that'll be rentable Mm -hmm. um i don't know if numbers three and four are the coolest parts but um we're going to try and put basically a retractable wall okay separating the current space from the new space Mm. and that will help us to highlight our music more Mm. Um, so we do live music every friday and saturday night oh cool Um, and then some other um like uh like there's a tuesday night jam where a Mm -hmm. bunch of people just get together and they just play music Mm -hmm. but friday night's an open mic every friday and then saturday night we always bring in a live band Mm -hmm. uh, or a live act and some of these artists are just in great local artists um a couple that come to you're all amazing you are all amazing (laughs) but a couple that just really come to mind are little red and the rooster Mm. uh pascal and jennifer Mm. pascal is like an award-winning blues guitar player from france oh my gosh and he's just just killer so their band Mm. does just an incredible job Mm -hmm. Uh, i think about once a year we have uh byron stripling Mm. the trumpet player and his um think trio come in and okay. play oh, cool. and i mean he's a he's a grammy award-winning artist That's he's crazy. an incredible oh trumpet player wow. and singer huh. and so for a lot of our acts like we're like we're at capacity yeah and so we want to put this retractable wall so that Spend we can actually yeah. make yeah. it a bigger space because uh, yeah cool. it's also a great art studio back there mm-hmm. that's cool yeah and yeah. so yeah because again we love our community. We have so many amazing musicians and artists and just mm-hmm. yeah. humans. That's like, 
Yeah. We loved being able to do that. That's so cool. And, and then you've got partnerships too, though, within the community. Like certainly. Safting. Yeah, we're 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 friends with those guys. Those guys, no, those, love, those love weirdos. That. No, we no they're them. great. So one or two of them are pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's discover which ones. Are not. Yes. Oh, they know. They, they know, know who they are. <laughs> Very self-aware. No, they're, they're all amazing. They You're are. all amazing guys. Yeah, they are. Um, but uh, so we are looking to get um, like a licensing to have a bar back in that space mm. as well. Cool. Um, and we are we do already do some work on partnering with Zaftig, mm-hmm. and we're looking to to deepen that. Maybe some maybe something like kind of like a Zaftig satellite bar. Yeah. Okay. There. Maybe something where there's a little bit more coffee happening in Italian Village at their Zaftig Brew Pub. Mm-hmm. There's cool. there's possibilities out there. Yeah. So, but we've loved getting to know them yeah. and work with them. It's such a natural pairing too. I feel like craft beer and and craft coffee, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and just that so they go so because like. Yeah, I don't drink that much beer. I do keto, that kind of thing. But coffee, hell yeah, I'll drink some coffee. You yeah. know? So yeah, like mm-hmm. go out for a drink and have some coffee at the same time. Right. I'm on yeah. board for that. Yes. That's a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, yeah, a lot of people will get like our coffee drinks Friday and Saturday nights. But if I'm at a concert, mm-hmm. I want a beer. Yeah, like, that's just me. Yeah, right. Um, or a bourbon. Yeah, bourbon's also mm-hmm. cool. And so, bourbon aged. Yeah. yeah. So um, what? Is, what is? Because Mike just announced it. Yes. So it is an official thing. You guys are partnering on a drink. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So they uh, they are either on their way or will be soon on their way to Fobab, which is They're the festival. They're there now. They're there now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the Festival of Barrel-Aged Beers. Fobab. Yes. <laughs> Where Delightful. is that? Chicago. Wow. So That sounds um, like a party. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Especially because not, all those beers are like crazy oh, strong. Uh-huh. Yeah, crazy are, strong uh-huh. and, and experimental. Yes. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so they this year they're so they're using their Zaftig Bourbon Stout, mm-hmm. which already combines two of my favorite beverages. Yeah. <laughs> well, they wanted to make it a coffee bourbon stout. Wow! So we are now officially putting all three of my favorite beverages into <laughs> one vessel. Oh my god! And what's it going to be called? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I should probably know it that, but some, I don't. Well, and as a, 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 a theological guy, I feel like it needs some sort of very divine name because yes. it's combining the three greatest the, things, the right? Trinity. Yeah. yeah. The Trinity. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be something with yeah. that. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to Michael. He likes yeah. naming things. Yeah, I yeah, know. He's, he's very been good here at it. to do that before. Yeah. <laughs> we almost helped him name a thing. Almost. Yeah, we, he left here. He stopped by. I don't even know. He developed know why the idea by. better, but yeah, he stopped by just for funzies one day, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it was his. Uh, it was the bl- Brewberry more. Brewberry. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is a fantastic beer. It is a very That's good beer. I don't typically like fruited ales, I, but I that know. one is very, very, very. Something yeah. doesn't know how to go wrong though. No, they, they do don't. really well with everything that they. I don't yeah. drink. I hate IPAs. They do a good IPA. The Juicy Lucy? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's like, yeah. Such a good drink. Yeah. So good. So they decided to then make a super juicy Lucy. Of course they did. Of course they did. Cats in Space is one of my faves from there. Yeah. I'm a yes. stout guy personally, though. Okay. I, I'm a, I like the dark mm-hmm. stuff, and, mm-hmm. and especially if you can combine coffee with stout, oh, yeah. that's that is a match made. In oh, heaven. absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. that is a thing. Yeah. It that's is currently awesome. in Chicago. I don't. I don't know if it'll be. Have you tried sale. it yet? I have. I did get a little sample. Okay. Oh, it wasn't man. quite the finished product. Okay. It wasn't. Yeah. Totally done aging, but yeah. and they were actually going to add more coffee to it. Okay. So I'm like. Works for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm like fine. Oh my gosh. Um, that's yes, awesome. And it was, oh, it was so good. That's it's actually cool. a festival that they have won in the past. Wow. Really? I think I saw the plaque. I think it was. Was it old? Rugby? 2017, maybe. I feel like I remember seeing it. But, but yeah. Huh. So I, I'm rooting for them for sure. Yeah. I mostly yeah. just want them to at least bring a little bit of it back. Yeah. Um, I, want, well, I would love to taste the final product. Um, I think you probably will. I'm sure. Yeah, I hope so. I'm sure. Yes, but yeah. no, they do a great job. Yeah, like you said, all of their beers are so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. just and phenomenal all around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Like I asked Michael. So Michael is their salesperson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and him and I talk about coffee too. You guys know this. For that was yeah. for the listeners. I don't know. Michael Roman. He's been on at least twice. I think no. he's only been on once. 
for Mary Poppins. Well, he did. No, he did Daddy Long Legs. Oh, that's right. And he also was on our Zaftig London Cheers episode. Good glory. Yeah. That was the episode that That was shall the, remain nameless. That's our shark jumping <laughs> moment right there. Never so. invite your actor improv friends to come to. Or always invite your actor improv friends. Oh, he to. loved it. It was oh, great. It was, it was oh, one of the funniest been, hours of my depends life. Depends on yeah, what you're going great. for, I guess. Never yeah. been so thrown <laughs> off in my life. I, I blame Ralph. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. So what's next? What do you what what's the next hopes and dreams and things for you? Uh for me, mm-hmm. um in coffee, my my big thing right now is I just want to find uh more wholesale partners mm-hmm. for Java to partner with. Yeah. Um and my goal is is ultimately like to find like-minded individuals who care about like community, mm-hmm. sustainability, um and pair up so that we yeah. can have mutually beneficial relationships mm-hmm. um and honestly one of the biggest things is like the by us being able to sell more coffee that means we can then buy more coffee mm-hmm. yeah and that's something we like andy is at this moment he's in columbia Poor working thing. i know sorry andy i saw a picture of him on a mule and <laughs> He's never looked better. <laughs> never looked better. <laughs> um, it's the only mode of transport you're allowed to have in Colombia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to ask you on a That's good. <laughs> That's what. Uh, but the we're trying to figure out and work on how do we how do we invest downstream mm-hmm. or um, create sustainability downstream. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the ways we think we can do that best is by finding partners like Carlos in Costa yeah. Rica, mm-hmm. like Mighty Peace Coffee in the Congo. Yeah. Um, and developing more of those relationships yeah. so that when we're buying coffee, we know that that, that money that we're sending is providing, um, you know, reasonable livelihoods for mm-hmm. these people. Yeah. Um, and it's being used in ways that is going to create future opportunities right. as well. Yeah. Um, one more quick story on Carlos. Just yeah. This one always blows no, my I mind. No, I love Carlos already. Well, it's it's like an international hyper-local thing. It's, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. community is local and global. That's right. like yeah. something that like we've been like very, very yeah. intrigued by. Uh-huh. Um, but Carlos, so we talked about how he invested in his harvesters yeah. earlier with right. training them. One of the things you'll find with harvesters is they usually will have their their kids with them mm. as they are harvesting because mm-hmm. it's safer to mm. work with mom and dad yeah. than it is to wander the city by themselves. Like yeah, human trafficking is yeah. actually a very big wow. problem wow. Um, in these situations. Carlos sees this, and again, he's very creative. I yeah. love it. His solution is, well, what if I build a school? <laughs> Wow. So he builds, uh, like, I don't know. It's probably more really just a facility, a structure. But yeah. his, his wife teaches the kids That's amazing. and gives them some education. Mm-hmm. The parents are now able to work more efficiently. Yeah. Remember, they yeah. get paid by the amount of yeah. cherries they yeah. get. So if they're able to focus, mm-hmm. on, focus their on their work, job, yeah, the they can make more money, and their kids are getting so, an education at the yes. same time. Yeah. So Brilliant. it's it's doubly beneficial. And oh, again, the better they work, the better yeah. mm-hmm. crop Car- Carlos right. or it. any of these people are. So it's it's this mutually beneficial. Yes, yep. again, it's huh. and he, this is the kind of thing that you know when we are tr- thinking about okay, how do we you know. A small business, mm-hmm. like yeah. we're we've been around a while. We we have a lot of amazing customers. Like we're not the smallest of businesses, but in mm-hmm. the big scheme of things, like we're not buying millions of pounds of yeah. coffee like some places. So what yeah. with what we're doing, how can we make the most like impact? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we think it's by finding these partnerships yeah. or like yeah. uh, Mighty Peace Coffee, which is who we got this Congolese coffee from. They're uh, the reason they started doing coffee and they exist is to try and get people out of the diamond mines Mm. of the Congo to give people an alternative to that kind of work, which is far from ideal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to give them something else that they can do. Yeah. And so, 
You know, wow. we look at that. <laughs> we look at, you know, and we also look at the... Know, it's like coffee saving wow. the world, man. I, I love it. Like, yeah, and it's, I mean, the other thing is we have to be careful of, like, creating a savior complex around what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Right. Um, like, we're not just the the white people with all the money that can, right. like, turn around someone's lives. Right. Like, right. Um, it's humbling because, in a sense, that is a little bit mm-hmm. of the, the situation we're in, but we see that as, like, no, that's a symptom of a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, there's... Wow huge 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 questions and challenges around sustainability environmentally economically mm-hmm. um even just generationally mm-hmm. as yeah. younger people aren't wanting to take on the family farms right. so there's just a lot of stuff with that but so professionally like in the coffee world what i've andy's a lot of what andy feels his role mm-hmm. is to you know find these relationships and yeah. work into that yeah right now um taking over the whole kind of this wholesale uh, position for java it's not just throw coffee at people and see what sticks it's yeah who can we find to partner with mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. that we can be mutually beneficial yeah. right so that we can justify buying more coffee right for things that are mutually beneficial right so that they have money to do things that are mutually beneficial oh, that's right. so cool. um I so that. you know that's kind of where I'm at mm-hmm. um, I love coffee um, on a personal level I'm just trying to do more music Sweet. Um, and I'm getting into like the mixing and recording mm. and producing of music because mm-hmm. um, I only have so many ideas um, creatively yeah um, but there are a lot of amazing creative people um, yeah like I see that at Java almost every day yeah. people that are incredibly talented mm-hmm. incredibly inventive that like they have these ideas and it's like well what if what if we kind of captured that idea a little yeah. bit and yeah. put it in a way that you could actually like, you know, save it for later if it's totally. just for you or yeah. then to, to share it if you think it's something yeah. that's beneficial for other people. So like I could do like, just play a bunch of my own music, yeah. which I still love to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I enjoy um, playing music at the church that my wife and I attend. Mm-hmm. I love getting to do that. Um, but this idea of being able to mix and record and produce mm. music for other people mm-hmm. is like I can either do my ideas, which is like a very narrow field, yeah. or I could help this lots of people, lots of people, be mm-hmm. able to do their thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's you know a big thing that I'm excited about right now. That's awesome. That's cool. so that, I like that. Yeah. So it's kind of got this professional and personal yeah. Yeah. goals here that I'm good working towards. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That seems to be. A, it, sa- it sounds like a pattern with you too, where it seems like the yeah. things overlap a lot for you, the the, the professional and the personal. And yeah, that's lovely. I, yeah. I've always struggled with like just the idea of like a job that you like clock your hours mm-hmm. and yeah. then you come home and try and do what you actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly how you feel. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've always struggled <laughs> with that idea. Hence, like. You can see I went from accounting yeah. mm-hmm. to music education yeah. to then mm-hmm. but how, church music. But right. accounting has got to come in super handy, though, for a lot of things. And you know, I mean, I only made it a semester. Oh, so. well. Yeah. That's all right. That first semester's got to make things super easy, though, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, super, dude. Super, our, oh, our, yeah. My wife and I's Excel spreadsheet budget is just immaculate. <laughs> oh, that hurts my head. How did you meet your wife? We met at the church that I moved to Columbus for. Oh, okay. So we actually Very met cool. like day one. Oh, that, cool. Just because uh-huh. she attended at that yeah. church. See, there's that serendipity thing know, again, right? Like, right? You're in the right place, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is yeah. a whole nother podcast, but like <laughs> I, can, I can look back to when I was 16 and... I was in a car crash and it was actually like long story, but basically yeah. that was like the one of the worst things that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. But because of that, my life trajectory changed mm. in a way that mm. I can like timeline yeah. quantify where yeah. I am here now because of all of that. Because of all that mm-hmm. and I will I can guarantee 99.9 repeating percent guarantee that I would not be here right now mm-hmm. if that basically my least favorite thing that's ever mm-hmm. happened in my life yeah didn't happen yeah. yeah and I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with my life yeah that's awesome. like there there's a lot of good things mm-hmm. so that's awesome um yeah there's 
I'm not a huge believer in coincidence. Mm -hmm. So, to your point, yeah, yeah, I came to Columbus, met my wife. She is absolutely amazing, Aww. and yeah, I'm I'm glad she got over how annoying I am because it was <laughs> it was not love at first sight for her. I love you, Jess. I love you. Um, but yeah, no, I've we've often had, you know, when you're first dating, it's like, so like, when did you like start to like me? Like, yeah. My husband hated me uh, freshman year of college. Okay. Apparently, I walked by him and didn't say hi, and so he thought I was this horrible human. Wow. Until about senior year. Yeah. Wow. He really came around. He, he, he did. He did. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't hate me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you are amazing. Thank you this so much. Awesome. Thank, oh, you so much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you for the, the coffee. Thing. And oh, gladly. <laughs> yeah. So, I, obviously, we've mentioned several times, but where do people find... Yeah. Can I'm assuming they can order coffee from you and everything oh, yeah. online. Oh, uh, yeah. JavaCentral.coffee. Um, you, can, you can actually, like, just go on to that website, and mm -hmm. there's a button where you can click on it, and we will ship coffee to your door. Ooh, nice. um, but, yeah, the cafe is always open mm. in Westerville. I, not always, not always, but most of the time. 4 a.m. Any, any reasonable Hello. time to drink coffee <laughs> yeah. or... That's other like 4 a.m. is a pretty reasonable time to drink okay. coffee, though. You're That's yeah. true. Uh, in that case, we will sell you the beans, and you can make it at home. True. But, <laughs> that's true. but yeah. Well, thank you so much. This is great. Thank you, thank you guys. So much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Hope it wasn't too, you know, scary. We're a little hyper caffeinated, though. Yeah, I love it. Point. No, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, very caffeinated. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. This no, I'm going to go out of the world and get in traffic. It's be great. Wow. Right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> like driving or walking? I don't know. Don't run into traffic. traffic. I'm not going to run into traffic. <laughs> I don't know. I meant go drive in traffic. Never mind. It was supposed to be a joke. It failed. It did. I have a very dry <laughs> sense of humor. So. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> Watch out for the bath salt zombies. We haven't done that one for I a know. long time. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. Bye. Is that, is that something I should... <laughs> I should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing okay. some? We'll I don't watch the news a lot. We'll okay. Apparently, yes, though. Boxland Media. Think big.